0: Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host, exercise physiologist and donut lover, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. For the last two weeks, we've been looking at the top 20 worldwide fitness trends for 2022. And that is really difficult to say. Anyway... This week, we're going to continue the list and hopefully finish it up next week with the number one. So we're going to hopefully get six through two done today. All right. The first one, number six, it is one that is near and dear to me. It is personal training. Now, all sorts of things enter people's head when you hear personal training. Uh, A lot of people think of somebody there screaming at you, telling you what to do, etc. Um... Personal training, there's a variety. You can find a personal trainer that fits your style and one that fits your budget. So, you know, don't use those as excuse as reasons not to get a personal trainer. Some reasons that you need a personal trainer. The biggest one is to give you the right motivation. If you're just stuck reaching your fitness goals, a personal trainer will help you with the motivation to reach your fitness goals. Um, most people don't want to pay for something that they're not using, so that that's one big thing. Another thing is they give you the correct instructions for meeting your goals. Different types of exercises are better used for different types of results. So if you want to get stronger. Um, there's a different type of exercise that you would do than if you want to get faster or if you want to be able to run farther. So there's a lot of different things that a personal trainer can help you with. Another big thing is they will help you to do proper form and perform your exercises safely safely. Exercising is a pretty basic thing, but there are ways you can get hurt and there are ways that you can make it safer and make you less likely to get injured. And your personal trainer is very good at spotting those and telling you the correct way to do things. Furthermore, a personal trainer will give you a really good accountability partner because you have to go in the next week and say, hey, I either did this or I didn't do this. Now, once again, I'm going to say you really need to be sure that when you're meeting with a personal trainer for the first time and trying to decide if y'all are going to work together, you need to be fairly bold and ask questions about their certification and their education level, because if they're not certified by a nationally recognized certification board, and once you find out who they're certified by, go home and check it out and see see what you think of that, and and if they don't have a good educational background, I would suggest at least a two-year degree in some kind of allied health science. Um, I personally think that four years to a master's degree would be better, but at least a two-year degree in some kind of allied health science, or I believe I'd pass and go find a different personal trainer. Number five, exercise for weight loss. So many of us have um, put on a couple extra pounds during the COVID lockdowns. We're looking for a way to lose the weight. And diet is extremely important in weight loss, but so is exercise. When you uh, get a little bit more muscle mass, you've got a higher metabolism, you burn more calories at rest, and therefore you will be able to lose weight easier if you stick to the diet and don't actually eat more because you're exercising more. Because sometimes exercise, if it's strenuous, does make you hungry. So you want to make sure that you don't do a 100 calorie workout and eat 200 calories to reward yourself for it. And although any type of exercise does help you to burn calories, it does increase your metabolic rate, Um, there are some that are better than others, and to find that out, maybe you should ask your personal trainer, or just keep listening, because I'm sure I'll do an episode on that soon, too. Number four, strength training with free weights. I'm a huge advocate of strength training with free weights. There are very few physical problems that are not going to be benefited by being stronger. So strength training is good. But if you go to a lot of gyms, the first thing they do is they take you to the machines to do the uh, strength training with. And those machines target single muscles, and you don't get the helper muscles, all your synergists and your stabilizers. And so it's, it's kind of fake strength. You, you can move in one dimension, but as far as being able to carry out real-world activities, you're not going to be able to do that as well. So I recommend being able to work out with free weights. And by free weights, that just means medicine balls, dumbbells, kettlebells, um, barbells, any of those things that are not part of a machine that you have to actually pick the thing up without assistance from the machine. And I'll come back and talk a little bit more about this in number two. However, number three, outdoor activities. And these are either organized or individual hiking, biking, kayaking Um jogging any of these things that you can do outside and a lot of us got more into the outside stuff whenever it was um, when the gyms were closed and you couldn't go inside to work out so we started going out and finding our local trails and just a little bit of research you can figure out places to do some great outdoor activities I mean of course there's your local park If you're looking for something a little more exciting or exotic, you can find, if you like to hike, you can find hiking trails online. Make sure you're careful as to who you take advice from on hiking trails. Um, Some people are hardcore hikers and they'll say it's an easy hike whenever they just mean that you've only got 3,000 foot cliffs that you have to rappel down. So it shouldn't be any big deal. I mean, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but some people's idea of an easy hike is definitely not an easy hike. So check on that. If you want to do some bike riding, rails to trails, by, uh, bike paths, those are great because they don't have um, traffic on them. Um, you can find organized outdoor activities, you know, organized hikes, organized bike rides. Um, there's different uh, bodies of water that are set aside as uh, kayak trails. So all of these things you can find that are great outdoor activities, and most of them are free, um, and you get to commune with nature. So it's all a good deal. And number two, home exercise gyms. Um, it, I'm not. I have nothing against the uh, gyms, the big box gyms, any of the YMCA's, any of that. However, if you look at how much you're paying for that, and you start investing that much in your own home gym equipment each month you can get a really nice home gym in a couple of years. And I said that I would tie this in with number four strength training with free weights. I recommend you get a good dumbbell collection and a good weight bench. This is, if you've got some place you can put it if you're in a small apartment, uh, all bets are off. But if you've got a place to put this, start off with some dumbbells, a weight bench, um, some instruction from a personal trainer to tell you how to use this. Um, then you can get, uh, you can keep going up, um, If you're going to get machines like treadmills or stair climbers or rowers or bikes or something like that, make sure it's going to be something you've got space for and make sure it's something that you're interested in. If you absolutely despise riding a bicycle outside, chances are good you're not going to like riding a bicycle inside, so don't go buy the most expensive exercise bike thinking that's going to motivate you. You're just going to have a really expensive clothes rack, so... Make sure that it's something that you're interested in before you invest in it and make sure it's something you've got room for. But having your own home exercise gym, that makes it so much easier. You don't have to get back out and go somewhere, and you don't have to worry about um, COVID shutting down the gym. You don't have to worry about all those things. And another thing, you can start using that home gym for some family time. Get the whole family together for a workout I'm going to kind of try to tie all this together because I looked at these and thought, wow, this group just really, really works well together. So my suggestion is that you work on building your own home gym. You get some exercise equipment that is available that that will work. And you can even just get some rubber bands and hangers. And that will work for your uh, home gym if you've got a small exercise space. But you get your home gym set up. You see a personal trainer and tell them your goals and request that each week they provide you with a workout that you can do in your home gym. And let them know what kind of equipment you have so that they can make out a a workout that will work for that. And also that you use this to propel you to doing some of these outdoor activities. So until next week, when we look at the number one worldwide fitness trend for 2020 and how you can use it to make your fitness journey a little funner, I hope that you can take all of these things that we talked about today, apply them, and use them to make your fitness journey just a little bit funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, Please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.